The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with C. Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. Mike Gibson, subject Jolly, joining you live from ESC 2022. We're talking about the ACT or ACT trial, looking at aspirin, colchicine, rivaroxaban in various combinations in the setting of COVID, both inpatient and outpatient. Sanjay, talk to us a little bit about what you did and what you found. Okay. Well, Mike, I think like many of us in 2020, we were all uh, shell-shocked by the pandemic and like some others, we actually uh, pivoted while all our clinical cardiology trials was stopped. Uh, we started a COVID-19 trial and we started a pair of trials, an outpatient trial and inpatient trial. Uh, and the news was pretty horrible, I think, coming from Italy. And we were awaiting a big wave and so obviously hit certain places in the U.S. Uh, and so the outpatient trial, we, we had this hypothesis that inflammation and thrombosis are probably the key mechanisms. So it was a two by two factorial design. Uh, with aspirin versus control and uh, colchicine versus control. Uh, and we were excited to test these therapies, and this is really repurposed therapies. And what did you find? So we found that uh, there was no actually benefit to uh, routine colchicine. So the primary outcome of uh, hospitalization for COVID-19 or death was not reduced by colchicine. Uh, and we had hoped with the prior cold corona trial suggesting benefit that we may see a benefit, but we did not. And in terms of aspirin on top of uh, usual care, we did not see a reduction in the primary outcome of major thrombosis, hospitalization, or death. So I, I think that's very clear. Colchicine should not be routinely used in outpatients, and aspirin does not appear to have a benefit. You also did an inpatient study. Talk to us about that. So the inpatient trial, these were sicker patients. These were hospitalized for COVID-19. We randomized 2,500 patients in 11 countries, and uh, we used a higher dose of colchicine uh, versus control. So we used a loading dose followed by twice a day, um, and we used a combination of aspirin and low-dose rivaroxaban, 2.5 milligrams twice daily. And the hypothesis here is that that regimen had been very successful in the COMPASS trial, and microvascular thrombi may be very, very important in addition to inflammation and complement activation. Um, so we were excited to test both these therapies in hospitalized patients with COVID-19. And what did you see there? So for the uh, primary outcome of need for high flow oxygen, mechanical ventilation, or death, we found no difference with colchicine. Uh, and this is entirely consistent. The hazard ratio was, uh, it was about one, um, uh, consistent with the recovery trial. And so, uh, and really in the individual components, whether it's death or need for mechanical ventilation, there was no difference. Now, aspirin and rivaroxaban, uh, we again found no difference. The primary outcome was major thrombosis. So that's both arterial and venous events, as well as need for mechanical ventilation, high flow oxygen and death was not different. And death overall wasn't different. Um, we kind of scratched our heads because we, we, we had hoped that that arm would be positive. Uh, and we did an updated meta-analysis looking at intensified anticoagulation versus uh, non-intensified anticoagulation. And what we found was it's very consistent that you appear to reduce uh, venous thromboembolism as you in increase your intensity of anticoagulation, but the mortality signal was entirely neutral. So I think that's the message here that in COVID-19, 
um, that anticoagulation is going to prevent venous thromboembolism, but we didn't see a reduction in mortality, and, and colchicine has no role. I, th I think mm -hmm. that one of the other important things is that event rates dropped during the trial, and I think right. that's a big challenge uh, in doing these search trials in an emerging pandemic. Yeah, I mean, this was pretty late into the pandemic, I, I imagine, and uh, obviously this is on top of steroids and some other standards of care, so it could have been tough, uh, tough to improve upon those regimens. Any, any rays of light, any subgroups, anything that stood out or just uniformly negative? Yeah, I, th I think all the subgroups are entirely consistent. Um, so that that the it's pretty definitive that these therapies uh, are, should not be standard of care. I think the the interesting thing is the trial was started in 2020, um, so in the early in the pandemic, but it just took longer than we expected to enroll uh, as many of these trials. Uh, and I mean, it's it's important to note in the inpatient arm mortality was still 20%. So. This was still a sick population. Wow. These these therapies, you know, these therapies did not reduce that mortality. Yeah. Well, great job. Important question. Definitively answered. Can't hope for more than that. Thanks for joining us, Sanjay. Thanks to all of you for joining us here live from ESC 2022.